guys, welcome back to another episode of the Marketing Mindset Podcast, where we believe that in order to grow a successful business, you need just two things, the right marketing strategies and the right mindset. I am your host, Maria Bentz, and I am the founder of MBM Agency, a digital marketing company who helps service-based businesses grow their revenue using online strategies. And I am here to share with you all of my tips and pointers every single week when it comes to digital marketing and business growth. Today's episode is sponsored by our premium Wix templates. If you're totally stumped on how to build your own website, but can't afford to hire a designer, that does not mean that you should skip out on the important things in the process like professional design, sales formula copywriting, and search engine optimization. Our premium Wix website templates are created with marketing and sales in mind. And the best part is you can have a professional looking and functional website in just under 24 hours. Our website templates are completely stress-free. They're easy to use, so that means no Photoshop or coding required. They are designed to convert based on our signature homepage formula, and they are ready to launch as soon as you are done designing. So if you wanna check this out, get it at mbmagency.com forward slash shop and use the discount code MINDSET to get 30% off. Hey friends, I hope you're doing good today. Today I wanted to do something fun and a little bit different, but today I wanted to talk about the 10 commandments of web design and search engine optimization. I think this is gonna be super beneficial for you if you're trying to DIY your own website or maybe you hired a web designer and you just wanna check off all the boxes, make sure they got all of the important things in, or if you're a web designer yourself, these are some key points for you to really, really focus on when you're doing your own web designs. So I'm just gonna dive right into them. So number one, first commandment, thou shall not just throw a website together. This is especially if you're trying to DIY your own website. Before you kind of just sit down and you're like, I'm going to create my own website tonight. Let's get on Wix. Let's get on Squarespace, pick a template and just start creating. Before you do that, you need to sit down and you need to think about what is the true purpose behind your website. So for instance, is this going to be serving you as a landing page that when you're going out to networking meetings, you're giving people your card or if people are asking for your website, you're sending them back to this one page, you know, a few pages and it doesn't necessarily have anything specific in mind for you. It's kind of serving a purpose of just being informational, showing people who you are, what you do, what you serve, and you're not really focusing on the selling. Um, I think that is only good if you're trying to get something together quickly, um, but in the end, it's not going to be profitable for you. Or if maybe the function of your website is to be creating sales for you, which is what I highly recommend. Because in my opinion, I don't feel like there's a point of having a website if it's not acting like a salesperson for you, if it's not generating revenue for you. So for example, if 
you're like, okay, yes, I need to have a profitable website. I need to have a a website that sells. Then you're thinking differently of the purpose behind your website. You're like, okay, this website is going to be doing the selling for me. So if I'm on a sales call with somebody, what are the most important things that people need to see or hear from me? What are the most common questions that I get asked? And what can I input onto my website to make sure that these people know that I have authority in my industry and that I can grow trust with them and, you know, make sure that they like me with the visuals and things like that. Now, the second thing you need to think about is what is the main call to action you want your visitor to take? Because a lot of newbies in web design, or if you're trying to throw your own website together, you have call to actions all over the place, right? You have download your freebie, you have book a call, you have forms, you have like all these different things placed out everywhere and there's not one true main call to action. So decide what is the main call to action you want your visitor to take. So for example, on our website, my main call to action is to book a call with us. So when you go on my website, the call to action that you're going to see over and over and over again is book a call. You're going to see it at the top navigation. You're going to see it multiple times throughout the homepage. You're going to see it on multiple service pages. That book a call button is going to pop out at you every so often so that our visitors do not hesitate on wondering like, oh, what step should I take next? Our main focus is on booking a call. So you kind of need to sit down Do the same thing. Think about the purpose behind your website. Think about the main call to action, and it's going to help you formulate a profitable website. Okay, number two, thou shall keep your website design clean. Visual clutter and hard navigation could negatively impact user experience. And you know what happens if your website does not have a good user experience? People exit off really fast and then you for sure do not have a profitable website. And this is definitely something I see with people who try to DIY their own website because most of the times if you're a graphic designer, you're probably in line with the trends. You kind of know visually how things are supposed to look like. This is the most common problem or like mistake I see with people trying to DIY their own website is maybe you're not a design major, right? So you don't know how many elements are you supposed to have? How much white space are you have to have like to make it clean and sophisticated and modern? But let me tell you one thing if you're DIYing your own website. Keep it simple. Less is more, okay? Start with white space. If you have a lot of white space, that is good. If you have a lot of colored space, that is not good. And we're going to talk about colors in a second, but make sure that it's very clean right? Don't have a lot of clutter. Don't have a lot of stuff all at once. Make sure that it's flows smoothly, flows easily, not harsh on the eyes. There's not a lot going on. Like I said, less is more. Number three, thou shall choose a color palette. So we recommend starting with three colors. You could go up to five, but at least three colors, three main colors you want to have, like main color color, like a bright color, a second that's more of a muted color, and then a third is more of like white or gray or black, like neutrals, right? If you want to go into more like five color realm, then you can have like two to three neutral colors and then one Uh, accent color and then two main colors if that makes sense but basically pick a color palette make sure that it looks good together look at the color wheel make sure that you know if you're choosing like 
you know, orange and you want to choose another bright color, make sure that it matches together and then definitely make sure the neutral shades are either cool tone or warm tones depending on the colors you choose. But then you take that color palette and you use it throughout your page and also pick a main color, pick an accent color, pick your main neutral color so that it looks cohesive throughout your entire site. Number four is thou shall not use more than two to three fonts on your website because if you do, this is going to add to the color. So what I recommend and what I make sure my team really focuses on is, is having one font for all of your headers. So all of the main headers have one font. Then the second font is you're using for all of your paragraph text. So this one you have to make sure that it is a super, super easy to read basic font. And then if you want a third font, it's only if you want to use it as like an accent font to highlight certain features. But you're going to really focus on your header and your paragraph fonts. And then the, the accent font is just here and there. Does that make sense? Because if you have the fonts kind of cohesive together like that, it's going to help with the flow of your website. Because can you imagine if you go on a website and they have like five different fonts, new, every heading starts with a new font, like that's going to look all over the place. It's going to look crazy. Your eye is not going to be attracted to that. Number five is thou shall go mobile. Okay. After you design your website and it looks beautiful on the computer, you cannot forget to see how it looks like on different devices, such as Apple iPhone, Android, tablet, iPad, Kindle, like all the things you want to make sure that your site looks good on because most of the time people are viewing your website on their mobile phones way more than they are on the computer. Number six, thou shall focus on sales copywriting. So this is one of the most important things in creating a profitable website is not just throwing copy out there, but really focusing on speaking your customer's language, right? And I have had um, episodes on sales copywriting. We've had a few masterclasses talking about sales copywriting. This is super, super important. And yes, you can design a website and then go back to this later. But if you have sales copywriting, you're going to really ensure that your customer or your visitor really, really connects with the message that you're trying to portray, where they feel connected to you, they feel connected to your services, and they're like, wow, this person has true authority in their space, and I feel like I can trust them. I want to work with them. That is the benefits of focusing on sales copywriting. All right, number seven is thou shall design with SEO in mind, especially if you want to be creating a profitable website. And I say profitable website a lot because this is kind of the word that we use for our brand, for our website. This is what makes our company stand out is we don't just focus on making pretty website. We focus on creating profitable websites. And the main first step in creating a profitable website is making sure that it shows up on Google search. Because like I said earlier, what's the point of having a website if you're not making money from it, right? So if people are going on Google and they're typing for your services because they need your services, you want your website to be popping up because if it is not, that is so much money, so much potential money that you could be missing out on. So if you design your website, you have your headers in certain places, your headers say certain things and you design it with SEO in mind, it's going to do you so much good in the long run. And if you're interested in learning more about SEO, we have tons of podcast episodes 
um, about it before and I'm working on creating maybe like a masterclass or a course sometime soon. But if you're interested in that, send me a message on Instagram DM and I'll be sure to keep you in the loop with that. Number eight, thou shall utilize their blog to help them rank on Google search even better. I think a blog is something that a lot of people don't even think twice about it because it kind of takes a long time to write, right? But this can help you in Google search so much. So for example, first things first, Google likes websites that are consistently updated because it shows them that you're an active company, you're, you know, working, you're trustworthy, et cetera, et cetera. So if you have a blog that you're consistently updating, you're automatically getting favored in Google. But then if you know the keywords that your customers are searching for, or if you serve a local based audience, so for example, we have a roofing company that we write blogs for. So when we write those blogs, we make sure to focus on the Atlanta, Georgia area, the Gainesville, Georgia area, and the areas that they serve so that when someone is searching for, I don't know, roof replacement in Atlanta, Georgia, if their page doesn't pop up, their blog can. So you can really utilize your blogs to favor in your search engine results. And one tip that I have for you is, so right now what's really popular on Instagram is long form captions, right? So what I'm gonna suggest for you is take your long form captions because I'm sure a lot of us who are listening are probably writing long captions. Take your caption, paste it into a blog post. Um, You might wanna add a few more like intro and a conclusion to make sure that it's at 300 words. And if you know the keywords that your customers are searching for, make sure to include it in the title, make sure to include it two times in a subheader, and three times in the main text of the page. So for example, say I'm going to take this blog or this podcast topic and I'm going to turn it into a blog. So, and the keyword that I'm trying to focus on is website design agency. So my title could be, um, you know, the 10 web design or website design agency commandments or you know something like that I'm probably kind of think of a creative creator more creative title sorry can't speak (laughs) more creative title but that's the first thing that came in mind Um, and then maybe in the subheaders I'm going to you know mention something about I'm doing something fun I'm doing these 10 commandments with our website design agency etc etc and then as I'm pointing out each point I'm going to talk about like in our website design agency, we focus on profitable websites because X, Y, and Z. So just making sure to include those keywords. Let me know if that makes sense. I kind of try to like explain that really, really quickly. But basic thing for you to know is if you blog more and you focus on certain keywords, it's going to help you show up on Google search. So number nine thou shall not stop once your website goes live. So basically, to be honest with you, a website is always a work in progress because your business and your personal brand is consistently growing. So it is good to keep your website updated. So for instance, like when you get new press, you want to update that. When you get new testimonials, you want to update that. If you have new case studies, you want to update that. You want to consistently be updating your website. You do not want it to grow static. You want it to consistently grow with your brand, that it's the best representation of your brand. Because this is definitely another mistake that I see people make is they're growing their brands on Instagram, but their website they created like a year ago, it might 
not even have the services that they have to offer anymore or maybe they added new services or maybe they've changed their colors you know what I mean like you don't want someone to be going on your Instagram and on your Facebook and they pop on your website and it looks like it's like a completely different brand, a completely different person. They're going to be confused and that's going to break a little bit of trust because they're like, wait, I are they as legit as they say they are? Like, is, like what's happening here? Where's the disconnect? You know what I mean? So you really, really want to make sure that everything is cohesive and everything aligns with your brand as a whole. And finally, number 10, thou shalt change with the times because let's face it, Design trends change every two to three years, and Google algorithm changes pretty often too. Like, think about Facebook algorithm, Instagram algorithm. Google has an algorithm too. So, if you want to make sure that your website is profitable and consistently bringing you in revenue, you got to stay current. So, we recommend updating your design every two to three years, if not more. I think in the last couple few years we've been updating my website like at least once a year kind of you know updating with the design trends updating as our brand grows updating our services things like that and every so often you want to make sure that your seo is working see you know where you can make changes so for our clients we basically check on their stuff every quarter make sure everything's going correctly seeing what we can change and every month honestly we go in and look at the analytics every month and see what we can make with like minor changes but then every quarter we see what we can do larger changes and then of course as we know if the algorithms change if certain design trends start changing we recommend um, them to follow certain steps but thanks for following along and I want to ask you which commandment do you agree with the most And which commandment surprised you the most? So I'm going to do a post on Instagram about this topic. And I want you to go and comment on it. Because one, I'm super curious to see what surprised you the most, what you connected with the most. Because I think it's interesting how different people have different answers based on their personalities. But then two, I really want to know who you are. I want to know who my listeners are. I've been connecting with a few of you guys recently on my Instagram DMs. And it's like so awesome to put a face to a number, right? Because all I see in my stats is the number of people listening, what countries they're from, what um, state they're from, city they're from, things like that. But I don't know who's listening, right? So it's been so much fun to connect with a few of you guys or gals um, on Instagram and just connect with you, see what you like, see what you connected with and like see how, how else I can help you. And I feel like I'm becoming friends with some of you. So it's been super, super cool. So I would love to connect with you on Instagram. So let me know. Let me know what you thought of this episode. I thought this was like a fun little different thing to do. So yeah, I'll catch you guys next time. If you've enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button if you haven't already and leave us a review with your main takeaways from this episode. But thanks again for joining me today and I will catch you next time on the Marketing Mindset Podcast.